It is Caden Williams as well as Chaz Hardy, the deep men for, or Brady Newsom rather, Newsom, yeah. not Caden Williams. High end over end kick goes to the far side, and it is fair caught at the 15-yard line. Mishawaka will have the football. Yeah, so last year, Concord won the regular season meeting on this field, 38-24, and then Mishawaka came back here in the sectional championship game and won, or actually the sectional semis, and won 38-7. They lost in the sectional championship game to Michigan City, and that is the only time in Keith Kinder's first four seasons he has not won a sectional championship. They had won it in each of his first three seasons. So Mishawak with the football at its own 17-yard line. Fisher under center, and the first play is a give to the fullback. A dive goes right up the gut, and falling down after he picks up a couple of yards, Chase Gooden. Yeah, and he had some opening there. If he would have stayed on his feet, there was a big opening in the line there. And I thought for a second there was a fumble. You saw some people looking around, but Gooden had it and just kind of tripped himself up. Got a few yards, though, to make it second down. That hole was almost too big for That's him right. to look like that time. Picked up three. It is second and seven. The ball just across the 20-yard line. Hardy with some motion off the left wing. Fisher to throw. Deep fade. Near sideline. Wide open. It is Ethan Bryce. Bryce running down the sideline. He is pushed out of bounds inside the 30-yard line. The first pass attempt for Brady Fisher is a completion to Ethan Bryce. And Mishawaka is deep in Concord territory. And what a beautiful play. Right off the bat, fake right away. That was a three-step drop, and he was throwing that thing deep. And the safety was having to guard Ethan Bryce on the sideline here, and he had no chance of getting there. And it got a good catch. And honestly, if Bryce wasn't kind of tripping himself up there a little bit, trying to run too fast, he might have scored. It's a 53-yard pass play from Fisher to Bryce. Bryce came into the game with two catches for 61 yards this season. And... Gooden trying to go right is going to be stopped for a loss of at least a yard, it looks like, on first down. Yeah, you don't see that very often with, you know, this offense, a loss of, of more than a yard. It looks like maybe a yard and a half uh, for for the fullback on, on this offense. So a tough play there after a big play, but Caveman's still in Concord territory. It loses two, so it'll be second and 12 from the 29 of Concord for the Cavemen after the 53-yard pass from Fisher to Bryce. And the ball is on the right hash mark. Fisher under center. He is going to feek it. And into the open field, 10-5 touchdown. Brady Fisher, nobody home. They collapsed on the fullback. A huge gaping hole on the right side for Fisher to run through. It's a 29-yard touchdown run. 6-0 Cavemen. And a perfect drive for the Cavemen here. They had a couple runs with the fullback, a nice pass play. They got them the big 50-plus yards. And then right there, Fisher faked it to the fullback. Chase Gooden's had such a good year. Concord fell onto it. Like you said, they collapsed down on Gooden, and there was a huge opening light and nobody there. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. nobody between uh, Fisher and the end zone. And not like Concord last time. He got in. He wasn't getting tripped up at the one. He was in easy. Mishawaka will go for two, as they typically do after scoring first motion by bean smith and a handoff goes to Chaz hardy angling for the left side into the end zone untouched for the two-point try smith came in motion off the left wing everyone diverted their attention to him fisher stuck his arm out handed it to Chaz hardy going back to the left and he goes in untouched for two so a two-point try after the 29-yard touchdown run and the 53-yard pass 
It is 8-0. Mishawaka, let's take a timeout. This is Caveman Football. Juan Ross and Deshaun Emerson are the deep men, and the kick bounces off Emerson's hands and through the back of the end of the end zone. Emerson trying to field the kickoff on the far side. The ball was up over his head. He stuck his hands up. It squirted right through him and through the back of the end zone, so it'll be a touchback. Mishawaka with an 8-0 lead after scoring on the game's opening drive, 10-25 to play here in the first quarter. Glance will be the quarterback, and Hackworth, who did not start at running back, is in the backfield. Koltukian is back there as well with the quarterback in the shotgun, and the handoff goes to Hackworth, who runs to the right. Hackworth will be pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. Yeah, not much there. He tried to string it out to the far side there, and there really wasn't much room. He got kind of tripped up on his ankle, stood, stayed up, but didn't get much there. Maybe one yard. And now they will line up in the pistol formation. And it will be another handoff. It is coming to the near side, breaking one tackle, angling toward the sideline and tackled at the 27-yard line. Shaman Wells-Moore, who has typically been their starting running back this season. He sets up third and four after about a six-yard pickup there. Yeah, pretty good run. He ran all the way to the near sideline, but he was able to get out there for five or six yards make it third and short. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Quarterback Glantz rolls out to the right, looks, fires short, completes it across the 30 to the 31. I believe it is going to be short of the first down. Well, they're moving nope, the it is there, a first yeah. down. The sticks must not have been uh, completely accurate on the sideline. <laughs> We haven't had that problem at all this year. No, so no, never. <laughs> First and 10 now from the 31 as Glantz lines up in the shotgun. Looking, throws to his right. It is caught on the far side of the field. Still on his feet and finally being pushed out of bounds by Aiden Hooten was Juan Ross. Ross, one of their top receivers, 17 catches for 257 yards this season. That's a first down pass. And Concord is on the march up to the 42-yard line. One back beside the quarterback, one behind him. The handoff goes to Hackworth. Hackworth picking his way through the right, comes to midfield. An eight-yard pickup that time on first down, and it's second and two, and Concord going fast here in the first quarter. Yeah, they're trying to get get kind of moving here, get those plays in, try to catch the defense off guard, or maybe you know, you know a little bit tired or something after a few good plays. From the pistol formation, the snap goes to Glantz. He hands it off up the middle to Hackworth once again. Hackworth lowers his shoulder and takes it to the 44 of Mishawaka after picking up yet another first down. This is when that hurry-up offense helps you out, when you're getting chunk plays, when you're getting 5, 6, 10 yards plays. It's when you start losing yards where that can really hurt you. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Pistol once again, Glantz, and it is a handoff on the end around to Koltukian. A couple of stiff arms, and Koltukian is tackled on the near sideline as he goes out of bounds by Brady Newsom. Well, and that play could have been tackled for a loss twice. Two really good stiff arms by Koltukian got him at least some yardage. It looks like maybe three or four yards uh, and, and instead of losing two or three. Koltukian was lined up as a receiver on the right side, and they handed it off to him after the snap 
coming back behind the line of scrimmage. Again, two receivers right, two receivers left at second and six. Glance wants to throw. Screen set up. Caught underneath. Picking his way toward the near sideline is Juan Ross. He's pushed out of bounds on the near sideline. As Caden Williams was one of the men over there, along with Trey Thomas. It is going to be third down and two for Concord at the Mishawaka 35. Koltukian will line up to the left of the quarterback, Glance, who's in the pistol formation. Play fake, roll out to the right, under some pressure. Glance, ball comes loose, right into the hands of the cavemen. It's Aiden Hooten streaking for the goal line. Aiden Hooten all the way. Touchdown, Mishawaka! I did not see who made the hit on the quarterback glance, but he was hit. The ball just simply popped away from him. It was in midair. Hooten picked it out of midair and raced for the touchdown. Well, and it looked like the ref threw threw down his marker like that was going to be a fumble anyway. I think he got hit from behind. I think it came out from his hand before he was thrown it, but it didn't matter. So you didn't have to worry about controversy, about throw, or, or was it a pass, was it a fumble, right into Hooten's hand, and he took it all the way untouched for the caveman touchdown. Lucas Larson, and that was roughly 65 yards or so on that return. I don't know what yeah. you ended up having on it. Yeah, right at the 35 was the line of scrimmage. That's where he kind of got hit, and the ball came out, so 65 yards. And it looks like there's going to be a, a offsides on Concord, and I think they're going to go for two. Concord jumped on the kick try. So Concord was on the move, third and two from the Mishawaka 35 before that huge play, and it's now already 14 to nothing, and Mishawaka is going to go for two after Concord jumped offsides before the kick try. Brady Fisher under center, and it will be Gooden as the fullback. Hardy motion off the right wing, some jumping by Concord once again. Pitch play comes to Bean Smith. Hardy with the block. Smith to the end zone, 4-2. Aiden Hooten with a 65-yard fumble return. For a touchdown, Mishawaka now stunning the home crowd and the home team 16 to nothing with 7.04 to play in the first quarter. Let's take a timeout. This is Mishawaka Cavemen football. 16 to nothing, Mishawaka with 7.04 to play in the first quarter. 65-yard fumble return for a touchdown by Aiden Hooten, and Jackson Snyder is the one who caused it, knocking it away from the quarterback, Hudson Glantz. Deep men once again, Juan Ross and Deshaun Emerson. Here's the kick from Lucas Larson. End over end, goes to the far side to Juan Ross once again. Cutting up field across the 20, 25, still on his feet and finally pushed out of bounds on the far side of the field. So you talk about a big momentum play there for Mishawaka because, again, Mishawaka's defense was on its heels before that play and, and Hooten just swung the momentum in a big way. Yeah, they, they really had given up a lot of yards, and that was a third and one play too, right? I mean, that's yeah. something you hand it to Armand Kotuki, and he's getting one yard easy, and they tried to throw a pass, and by the time he got hit from Snyder, that ball came out, and Hooten was right there, took it all the way to the house, and now you're down two scores and two two-point conversions. Trips out to the left, one man to the right, quarterback glance from the shotgun, claps his hands, hands it off to Hackworth. He goes right, Hackworth breaking through tackles, still on his feet across midfield. He'll finally... Be tackled at the 45-yard line as Brady Newsom 
touches him down. They'll mark him at the 47 of Mishawaka, but here comes Concord once again. We'll see how big that fumble return ends up being at the end of the night, the way Concord's moving right now. When that play looked just like that touchdown run from Love last week from Adams, right up the middle, nobody touched him, and he was running. Luckily, the safeties were there. From the pistol formation, here's Hackworth once again. Hackworth on the carry, started up the middle, and then pushed out to the right before he's tackled. Hackworth, 99 carries, 360 rushing yards this season. Not huge numbers by any means, 3.6 per carry, but he's well over that, at least per carry so far here tonight. That was a three-yard pickup to make it second and seven. Again, they'll be in the pistol, and they'll put another back, Koltukian, to the right of the quarterback, handoff Hackworth, picks his way on the right up to the 35-yard line where he's got another first down for Concord. Right now, it looks like Peyton Jones is down on the field and calling the trainers out. I think he's in quite a bit of pain. Yeah, he is doubled over and down on the field. He is holding his left arm. Defensive nice. lineman Peyton Jones getting up and walking toward the sideline now. And he had a major arm injury last year. I don't know if you remember where they had to take him off the field. That's it right. Was, uh, That's right. I don't know if it was the same arm or the, a different arm, but he is walking, which is good. Keith Kinder out there and the trainer out there with him as well. The ball will be at the 36, first and 10 Concord. Mishawaka leading 16-0, 6.02 on the clock in the first quarter. Trips out to the left, including Koltukian. Armin Koltukian, 6'1", 205-pound senior in the slot. Glance from the shotgun, hands it off to Hackworth. Hackworth breaking tackles by Valdez, tackles him as he gets inside the 30, up around the 27-yard line. With Concord still marching now, it's going to be second and two. That was an eight-yard pickup. Yeah, and you haven't seen teams do this to the Cavemen, get big chunk running plays over and over, but we'll see if the Cavemen can adjust here. Cavemen playing three down linemen, and linebackers spread across the field. Hackworth takes another handoff, and Hackworth trying to go right is wrapped up down around the ankles by Jackson Snyder. It'll be a first down pickup, though, and Concord... To the 22-yard line. Yeah, they're just running the ball. They, they, you know, trying to pass it caused that turnover last time. Maybe they said, hey, let's just run the ball, get some first downs, and try to get down the field, and they have. First and 10 from the 22, 5.08 to play in the first quarter. Hackworth takes another handoff, goes right, breaks a tackle, breaks another one inside the 20-yard line. Hackworth just running free, and again, he came into the night only averaging 3.6 per carry. He's got to be somewhere up at least in the eight yards per carry range right now the way he's running. There's another nine-yard pickup right there. They have obviously seen something that they like as Glance claps his hands, hands it off to Hackworth. Break, or at This time it is Wells Moore as Hackworth gets a break. Wells Moore tries to go left. He is tackled. They only needed a yard, though, and it is a first down from the 11. So it's first and 10, Concord, from the Mishawaka 11-yard line. Well, and, and Hackworth so far has got nine carries, 73 yards, so you're talking about eight, eight-ish yards a carry already. And so if you can keep doing that, you're, you're, the Cayman are in for a long night defensively. Mishawaka with an extra defensive lineman now, four-down lineman. Wellsmore takes the handoff, starts up the middle, and he runs into a stone wall as he is pushed backwards. Carmine Orozco, one of the cavemen in there, and it looked like Nowacki was in there with him as well. Just a two-yard pickup that time, and that's 
one of the shortest runs Concord's had tonight. Yeah, and they, they've gotten off to a good start running the ball, but now you get it out into the red zone inside the 10-yard line. That's where it gets tight. You said they bring in the extra lineman, see what Concord can do. Glance from the shotgun, and there's Orozco dropping Hackworth in the backfield. Up oh, the quarterback yeah. keeper. Orozco dropped yeah. the running back. <laughs> Glance went to the right. He ends up only getting a yard or two out of it, and it's third and eight, or third and seven, rather. They just changed the scoreboard. Yeah, and... Did he get a lot? No, but he, they would have lost some yards because, like you said, Orozco took out uh, the, the running back there in the backfield, so at least they got something out of nothing. Third and seven from the eight for Concord. Glance from the shotgun. Running back, Hackworth to his left. Glance rolls to the left, throws. It is behind his intended target, Koltukian. It falls incomplete. It's going to be fourth and seven from the eight, and it looks like Concord's going to run the kicker on the field. That's a little surprising. You're already down 16 to nothing. You got all the way down to the nine-yard line, but you do have a fourth and seven, so that is a challenge. But right there, Glance had a wide-open Armin Koltuki in there. Even if he doesn't get the first down, he was out there getting three, four, five yards and maybe a better chance to go for two. He was wide open, just threw it behind him. Ball is going to be kicked from the 15, so it'll be a 25-yard field goal attempt for Miguel Aguilar. Here is the snap. The kick is on the way. It's got the distance, and it is just inside the right upright. So Aguilar with a 25-yard field goal to get Concord on the board. 3.05 to play in the opening quarter. It's Mishawaka 16, Concord 3. You're listening to Mishawaka Cavemen Football. 16-3 Mishawaka, 3.05 to play in the first quarter. Concord to kick off. Ball on the 40-yard line. Miguel Aguilar just hit a 25-yard field goal as the Concord drive stalled at the seven-yard or the eight-yard line. It'll be a touchback as the ball goes into the end zone. Well, you couldn't have asked for a better start for Mishawaka. They get a big pass play of 53 yards. They get a fumble return of 65 yards for a touchdown. And now, after holding Concord to a field goal, on their second drive, especially the way Concord is moving the ball, to only have them score three points out of that and be leading 16-3. to Absolutely, and this is the best start the Cavemen have been off in probably a month or even two. They've, they've struggled early on, even against Adams and Wallace, some of those teams that aren't quite as good. Fisher under center. He's going to hand it to Chase Gooden, who tries the outside veer to the right. He has tripped up as he tried to go up over a defender. It kind of looked like that could have been tripping. The defender kind of swung his legs up and, and, and tripped him. I think that's what Coach Kinder is talking to the ref about right there. He's clearly talking to him about something. Yep. Just a one-yard pickup, second and nine. 2.40 to go in the first quarter as the offense looks to the sideline for the play call. Ball just inside the right hash mark from the 21. Outside veer to the left to Gooden. He'll make it to the 25-yard line, and it's going to be third and And we talked against Concord earlier this season. Coach Kinder talked about how good that front was for Concord, and we're seeing it again tonight. They're, they're Chase Gooden's kind of had his – when he's been healthy, he's had his way up front. He's been able to get yarders. The offensive line has, has open holes, but you see it tonight. It's getting clogged up in there in the middle. That helped him on the pass play. That helped him on the, the Fisher run, but now you've got a big third and five play deep in your own territory. The ball centered between the hash marks with just under two to play in the first quarter. Motion being Smith, and the handoff goes to Gooden. Gooden threw a gaping hole as he veers to – to the right he's got first down yardage and more it's a first down from kevin putts a first midwest mortgage at the 34 yard line 
And that was a great move by Chase Gooden. We kinda, he kind of came our way so we could see right through that hole. One guy, defender's coming flying in. He just made one cut to the left, took it up the middle, got a good, good gain and a first down for the Cavemen. First and 10 from the 34 for Mishawaka with a minute 35 to play in the first quarter. Fisher under center. He's going to keep it after faking the dive. Started to the right. Now spins off a tackler. Fisher takes a defender up across the 45 to the 46. It's another first down from Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And I'll tell you what, the second half of the season, especially, and then into the last few games, Brady Fisher's been running kind of patiently, right? He's run patiently, and he's broken a lot of uh, tackles. He's used that spin move to his advantage. He got through his big run last week for 59 yards, was breaking a number of tackles. So uh, good running there by Brady Fisher to get that first down. Brady Fisher. See, I got it. I got it. <laughs> there Sean. you go. There you go. I've almost slipped a couple right. Justins out there again. We did it a couple times last week. First and 10 from the 46. Bean Smith motion off the left wing. Pitch play with a block from a Hardy. Bean Smith up to the 46 of Concord, a couple yards shy of the first down. Caveman really mixing it up right now. They they went with those fullback runs to start the drive, but then Fisher kept the one. They got to pitch the outside, and this is what you've wanted to see from the Caveman offense in those since those first three or four weeks of the season. And when they really needed the yards last week against Adams, they went to those pitch plays to the halfbacks on the outside. I think in two consecutive plays. Remember, it was second and 27 once. Yeah, they Chaz, up Hardy first had, down. Yeah, right. yeah. Chaz Hardy had some good runs the outside, so see what they do here. 20 seconds to play in the first quarter. The handoff goes to Chase Gooden. He will cross the 45. Let's see where they give him the progress. It is going to be good enough for a first down at the 44. The first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. They will wind the clock, and that will be the final play of the first quarter with seven seconds to go. Mishawaka will not snap the football again here in the first quarter. 16-3, the Cavemen lead. A 29-yard touchdown run by Brady Fisher and a 65-yard fumble return by Aiden Hooten to make it 16 to nothing, and then a field goal for Miguel Aguilar to get Concord on the board. Let's take a timeout. You're listening to Mishawaka Cavemen Football. Mishawaka with a 16-3 lead over Concord. As we get ready to start the second quarter, the Cavemen have the football at the Minutemen 44-yard line with Matt Rendell, Sean Styers. It's been an exciting one so far. Yeah, definitely. The Cavemen have gotten off to a hot start, and they've got the ball first and 10 in Concord territory, already up 13. Brady Fisher under center. Chase Gooden is the fullback. Gooden's going to take the hand up, veer to the left, breaks one tackler, lowers the shoulder into the chest of another defender as he crosses the 35 to the 33. It's another first down from Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, really good hard run there. Uh, Concord players were trying to tackle him. It wasn't working. He kind of drug a couple of them, and one of them ended up with a helmet off. <laughs> Safety Josh Sullivan came up to make the stop on Gooden. First and 10 from the 33 as the Cape Men are on the march once again, leading 16-3. Ace Troyer splits out wide to the right. Bean Smith left wing. Chaz Hardy right wing. Hardy in motion. Pitch play to Hardy to the left. Lead blockers in front of him. Hardy across the 30. Jukes inside. Cuts it up across the 25 to the 24. Yeah, another good run there. Really good blocking on that play. Because there's going to be a timeout for something is there an injured player oh he's right by coach kinder yeah we couldn't see him there 
And there's an injured Concord player right in front of the Mishawaka sideline at the end of that nine-yard pickup by Chaz Hardy. As they attend to him, we will pause for a minute, and then we'll be back here in Concord. 16-3, Mishawaka leading with 11-15 to play in the first half. This is Mishawaka Cavemen football. Well, the injured Concord player is still being tended to on the field. Head coach Craig Kaler came over. There's a Mishawaka, a couple Mishawaka players there, like they might help yeah. get him off the ground. Say, I think it they're going to help him across the, yeah. to the other side. It is Josh Sullivan, the safety, who made the tackle on the previous play. As they help him up. In the sectional that this one is matched up with, Fort Wayne Northside leads Fort Wayne Snyder 7-6 to six at the end of the first quarter. And they did. They picked the Concord player up, and they carried him off to the track behind the Mishawaka bench. Well, and there's an officer down there. I think he called for them to bring the the, the, the Gator or something to come get. Yeah, there it yeah. comes right there to, to get him. It looks like it might be something. They want to get checked out as he's going to move the cheerleaders out of the way a little bit. That's too bad for a kid who's played all season here. Oh, absolutely. In this game where you're down a little bit and you're trying to come back and, and you get hurt and it doesn't look like he'll be returning to this game if they're going to take him off like this. Yeah, not yeah. Based on based on what it looks like as they bring that Gator up to uh, to put him in there and and cart him away with the training staff. Still down there with him. They are looking at, it looks like, his right leg. Yeah. But, again, this uh, sectional, we were just talking, I think, off the air, the way things have been in the past. This sectional that, you know, Mishawaka, Adams, whoever, you know, is, is in it, it's rotated a lot, obviously, has typically been matched up with a region team. For regionals last year it was michigan city not necessarily the region but still that direction you well, know that was in the sectional right because michigan oh that's city right that was part of the sectional right. that's right that's right right but even after typically that, it's like maryville valpo those Lowell, teams like right. those yeah exactly that way yeah exactly but this year they're matched up to the east and it is fort wayne Northside and fort wayne snyder that the winner of this game will play next week Northside leading snyder seven six if Northside wins the winner of this game would go or in Mishawaka wins, they right. would go there. If Snyder wins, Mishawaka would host the regional next week. And that's just based on Snyder's playing a home game tonight. Right. And they would have to travel to Mishawaka. Fisher hands it off to Gooden. Gooden, first down and more across the 20. He is pushed out of bounds on the near sideline by De- Deshaun Emerson. It's another first down from Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And this is where you definitely don't want to be if you're Concord. Down by two scores early, and Mishawaka can do what they're doing right now. Running the ball, getting some, you know, four, five, eight, ten yards on these runs, and they can just go down the field, try to score again. First and ten from the 15 now for the Cavemen. It's 16-3. to three. Chase Gooden is the fullback. Hardy motion off the right wing. The give is to Chase Gooden. The dive to the left as he literally dove forward to the left. Let's see, they only give him about a yard, it looks like. It'll be second and nine. Cavemen with just one loss this season, a nine and one record. Only loss 
Roads to Northside, or not Northside, Northwood. Yeah. Now I've got Northside, Northside on the mind. <laughs> Ethan Bryce is in there for the Cavemen to the left of the offensive line. Fisher fakes the handoff. He keeps it himself, goes right, leaps over a defender, takes it inside the 10. And looks like he will be stopped at the 9 where it will be third down. Yeah, but that makes it third and short here. Now you're looking at third and four-ish. You know, you definitely think for Coach Kinder and the Cavemen that this is four-down territory. It's going to be third down and four from the 9, leading 16-3 to with 9.37 to play in the first half. Chase Gooden is the fullback. Ethan Bryce will be to the right of the line. Both wings on the left. Fisher under center. The give is to Gooden. Gooden lowers the shoulder as he bowls his way inside the five. He'll be tackled short of the goal line, but it's another first down from Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And that's that's got to be a tough feeling for a defense. You had that keyed up. You had a guy there to tackle him, and he just lowers his shoulder into you, and you don't have a chance. I mean, he's just running right through that, getting all the way down inside the five. They will spot him at the three-yard line where it will be first and goal for the Cavemen. Fisher comes up under center. The ball is on the left hash mark, and again, both wings are to the left. Fisher's going to dive forward behind his offensive line for the goal line, and he will be stopped at the one. Yeah, and you're not upset, honestly, if you're a caveman coach, player, fan. You get to run some more time off this clock, right. and you're getting closer to the end zone, and it's only second down and goal. And that's really, once you get a lead, it, 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 it almost just becomes how much time can you take off the clock with every play, every drive? Yeah, while still moving forward as best you exactly, can. Right? Exactly, exactly. Second and goal, the give is to Gooden across the goal line. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Chase Gooden with a one-yard touchdown run to make it 22-3. to Yeah, just a great, great drive by the Cavemen. It's something that we've come to expect, but we haven't really seen because the Cavemen haven't gotten out to these leads. They haven't had, you know, the, the early leads like they did tonight. And then they were just able to run that offense that we've come to expect to see over the years and years and years, especially since Bart Curtis was there, Coach Kinder now here, and then they're able to get it down and score a touchdown. It looks like they're going for two again. They are. It is 22-3, and they will go for two. Bean Smith left wing, Chaz Hardy right wing. Troyer split out to the left, fake pitch to the left. He throws for Gooden at the goal line. Gooden makes the catch, and the two-pointer is good. So Gooden ran it in for the touchdown, and then the two-point try on the pass from Brady Fisher. He reels in the pass to make it 24 to three. It is a 21-point lead for Mishawaka. So that figures right there. The math mm-hmm. makes it work out. It is exactly three touchdowns and three one-point conversions. 8.20 to play in the first half. 24-3, to three, the Cavemen on top of the Minutemen. You're listening to Mishawaka Cavemen football. A short side-winding kick by Lucas Larson was fielded by Concord at the 28-yard line. They ended up falling on it as it shot through one of the up man's hands. So it is downed, let's see, officially. 28, yeah, yeah it'll be at the 28. Yeah, it went through the one of the up man's hands, right. and then they, they just dove on it, which is the smart play there to, to just get the ball at the 28 and move on. Mishawaka leading 24-3, 8-18 to play in the first half. Screen pass, it is caught. Juan Ross not going anywhere as Caden Williams got a hand on him and 
slowed him down enough to let about three or four other Mishawaka players come up and push him out of bounds. Yeah, not much there. They're trying to run that kind of tunnel screen with the blocker there, and the cavemen were just all there too fast and only got a couple yards out of it. Second and eight from the 30. Glance, the quarterback from the shotgun. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Takes the snap, throws near side. It is dropped right in and out of the hands of Juan Ross, who would have had a first down. Yeah, and that's tough because that pass is right on the money. Really, the defense was there to make the tackle, but it was an easy catch and goes right through Ross's hand. Now you got third and long uh, from your own 30. Down 21 points. <laughs> Hudson Glantz, who's thrown for over 1,000 yards, six touchdowns, six interceptions this season, claps his hands, takes a snap, looking left. He's going to throw it deep down the middle and incomplete. He overthrew everybody. He was looking downfield for Michael Campanello, and it's going to be fourth and eight. Yeah, and that's hard. You go, you know, that's the way the up-tempo hurts you. You know, you, you're trying to run up-tempo. You're trying to get plays off. But when you go three and out after getting, you know, being deep in your own territory, now you've got to punt the ball away, and that's where you're giving the ball back. And I know about this because I've watched IU football all season. <laughs> that's <so>. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, this game was shaping up like it was really going to be a battle early on, and now all of a sudden, Mishawaka, as Concord lines up to punt, Mishawaka has a chance to really assert some dominance here. They punt. Mishawaka didn't have a man deep. The punt's going to roll inside the 20, and it is going to be down with the nose of the football touching the 20-yard line with 7.24 to play in the first half. The Cavemen a 24-3 lead, and they will have the football for the third time. They've already scored three touchdowns, but, of course, one of them was by Aiden Hooten on a fumble return. Yeah, just a really, I mean, you can't, you really can't ask for a better start uh, if you're the caveman, right? If you're Coach Kinder, you've got to be happy. With things we've seen in the last few weeks that we haven't seen tonight, penalties that have hurt the caveman in, in the last few weeks, um, some kind of tough plays both on offense and defense where you kind of make some mistakes, you lose some yards on offense, or you give up some big plays on defense. And right now the cavemen have done everything right, and now it'll be Novell Miller with his chance at fullback. He does come in for the first, ten, first time. First and ten from the 20. For Mishawaka leading 24-3. Here is Novell Miller running it right up the middle. Hard-charging sophomore fullback takes it to the 24. And that's a good first run. He wasn't losing that ball. He held on to that, got hit pretty early, and then went forward, got a few yards. And where you get four yards, if you're the caveman, you're happy. You can get four yards every play. You end up with first downs, and you're still running the clock. Clock hits seven minutes to play in the first half with Mishawaka leading by three touchdowns and three one-point conversions, 24-3. Fisher under center. Hardy comes motion off the left wing. The give is to Miller. The veer to the left on the outside to the 32-yard line. It's going to be third down. Still, uh, did I say 32? Yeah, 20, 27. Right. I was where confused. I was like, that yeah. looks like a first down. No, it's not. <laughs> so it's third and four. They say 26 on the scoreboard. The ball at the 27. Fisher's going to keep it. Breaks into the open field. Gets past the defender. Across the 40. Across the 50. Across the 40 of Concord. Stiff arming his way. Up close to the 30-yard line. He's pushed out of bounds at the 31. 
Yeah, what a great play again. That was patient running. It didn't look like he had a lot at the line of scrimmage, but once he hopped through that line, he was ended up to get out uh, into the open, and he's able to get moving, and it looks like there's going to be a timeout from Concord. Concord wisely uses a timeout with Mishawaka just dominating in the trenches right now. 6.02 to play in the first half. The first down, of course, brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. It's 24-3, Mishawaka. Let's take a timeout. This is Cavemen football. 6.02 to play in the first half. Mishawaka with a football first and 10 at the 31, leading 24-3. Novell Miller with a run to the right, dives forward to the 25. And, and Miller kind of grabbed that one. He Once he got that ball, he decided, I'm going, you know, shoulders down, going right into the line, and I'm going through. And right now in front of us, they had, did have the athletic trainers looking at Chase Gooden here right in front of us. So we'll see if he comes back in. Right now you're up big. I don't imagine they'll put him in anytime soon. Clock running, 5.32 to play in the first half. It was a five-yard pickup by Novell Miller. Hardy goes motion off the right wing. Miller takes the handoff, gets stuffed at the line, but fights off the tackle and works his way forward for an extra yard. Keith Kinder has told me that Novell Miller is one of the strongest guys on this team. Very strong legs. He can squat a lot of weight. Oh, yeah, and you knew that. I first met him in track season last year where he was running for the track team, and he hadn't really run track that much either, just like he hadn't played football that much coming into this year. And you can see the talent there. Now you just need to get the reps. Yeah. Third and three from the 24 for the Cavemen, leading 24-3 to three here in the first half. Fisher under center, Hardy motion off the right wing. The give us to Miller. Miller slicing right through the defensive line. Koltukian is there to stand him up with a little bit of help but with from Tack, uh, Hackworth. And it's going to be close. I think Coach Kinder is saying that's probably going to be fourth down. I thought he had a little bit more forward progress than what they gave him, but yeah, I think it's he ran into a brick wall yes. there. <laughs> and ran into it hard. Well, it's, I don't think it looks like they gave him a yard. I thought he had at least two out of that because based on where the stick is, okay, it's fourth and one is what right. the scoreboard says. They do not have those chains really pulled taut, no, I don't think. The ball looks like it's on the 22, which would make yeah. it fourth and one, and Coach Kinder is going to take a timeout. 4:01 to play in the first half, and Mishawaka does take time, leading 24 to three with fourth and one coming up at the 22. We'll do that right after this. This is Cavemen football. 4:01 remaining in the first half. It's Mishawaka 24, Concord three. The Cavemen have the football at the Concord 22-yard line, where it's fourth and one. I think this offense has a play for fourth and one. I think so. <laughs> Just and a matter of how like, you execute. Well, and Gooden is in the, the kind of team huddle there, so I think he's going back out there, which makes you think that he might get the ball. Just might. Or... <laughs> Right. Or right. they might just fake that dive That's to him true. and let Brady Fisher run wild again. That is a good point. Fourth and one. Ball on the left, hash mark. Bean Smith motion. They pitch play to Smith to the right. Blockers in front of him. Smith with a first down from Kevin Punts, the first Midwest mortgage. He was hit hard, yeah. but he got the yard he needed. Well, and that's one of the better defensive plays you've seen from Concord all night. It looked like he was easily going to have it. And actually, they're going to call a timeout here Let's see check. where they spot it. It looks, it looks, I don't know, it's way over there, so it's hard to tell. I thought, like you said, I thought for sure he at least got that one yard. 
It looks like he does. The one official is standing on the twenty yard line, and the ball is only a yard away. Yeah, that's a good. Point. But I mean, it could be. Get out the binoculars just in case it's really close. Let's see. They will stretch out the chains. And this oh, and he's got it easily. He's yeah. got it by the length of the football in and half. He's got it by yeah. two lengths of the yeah. football. I don't even know that why, why that was a question. Yeah, big run there from Smith to get the first down, even though he took he took a pounding there at the end. He got hit pretty hard. But they get the first down, and that's huge for the Cavemen as we're down under four minutes, and the Cavemen are in, in territory, you know, not quite in the red zone, but pretty much in the red zone as we might get the chains back across. we got to watch out for Chase Gooden there. Oh, almost tripped him with the chains. <laughs> and to hop over them, we don't want that to happen. It's first and ten from the 21. The ball is not touching the 20-yard line. Even though the scoreboard says the 20. Right. It's been off yeah, so far bit. tonight. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Clock winds. Fisher under center. He will hand it to Gooden. Gooden to the left. Lowers his shoulder. Crosses the 20 to the 18-yard line. And I'll tell you what, I do. I would not want to be out there trying to tackle Chase Gooden. No. Or Novell Miller, to be honest. No. Like Those guys are running hard, and they're running for that contact. Once they see it coming, they're ready for it. Um, and it took three or four defenders just to stop him, not even to tackle him. Yeah. Pickup of two yards, second and eight from the 18. Again, it's 24 to three, Cavemen. 3.20 to play in the first half. Fisher sends Bean Smith in motion. Pitch play to Hardy to the left. Hardy is going to be stopped in the backfield behind the 20 yard line. He broke the initial contact, but a couple more. Minutemen got up there and pushed him out of bounds. It'll be, let's see where they spawn it, third down and 11. Yeah, and this is the first time tonight the Cavemen have been in a position where they've got third and long. And right now you've got, you're probably in okay field goal range. It's a beautiful night. You've got good weather for field goals. You're at the 21. You want to try to get some yards, obviously, if you're Coach Kinder and the Cavemen. They're running the clock right now. I think they're going to take another yeah, they time. Are, they're going to let this play clock wind down. As far as they can, 2.30, exactly two minutes and 30 seconds left as they call timeout with one second left on the play clock. It's 24-3, Mishawaka. It is going to be third and 11 from the 18 with two and a half to play in the first half right after this. This is Mishawaka Cavemen football. School City of Mishawaka is full of history, tradition, and character. There are so many great things going on at our schools. Between academic achievements, athletic accomplishments, fine art successes, special staff recognitions, our Mishawaka Parent Group, the Mishawaka Education Foundation, Mishawaka High School Alumni Association, and the Mishawaka Network, it's hard for us to keep up with everything. Visit MishawakaSchools.com, follow us on Facebook at School City of Mishawaka, or find us on Twitter at SCM Schools to stay connected and up-to-date on all things great at School City of Mishawaka. Two and a half to play in the first half. Mishawaka leading Concord 24-3. Third and 11 from the 18-yard line. You were saying the ball is at the... It's not at the 18. It's, it's at, at the, the 21. 21. Right. It was at the 18. Yeah. Again, they're a little bit off. Yeah, on, it's at the, on the 21. Scoreboard. The ball is on the left hash mark right now. I think at the very least, you're either going to run a pass play that you're probably going to go for at all, or you're going to run... You're going to call a running play right. and try to set the ball up wherever Lucas Larson would prefer to kick, you know, middle, center, or right. And there they do is. throw right over the middle, cut by Ace Troyer. Touchdown, Mishawaka. 
That answers the question. That's it. That's a 21-yard <laughs> touchdown pass from Brady Fisher to Ace Troyer. And what a great play there. You you talked about the pass, and they went for it all, just like you said, Sean. They dropped back on the fake pitch, and Troyer, you know, he's in there. He's making, he's blocking every play. He's, you know, in these wide-out positions, throwing blocks all over the place. He fought through the defense, got past the defenders. Perfect pass, perfect catch, easy touchdown for the game. Yep, Ace Troyer got behind the defense, hauled in the catch. Lucas Larson now will attempt the extra point. Larson... Six catches, 111 yards coming into tonight as Larson boots the extra point through to make it 31-3 to with 2.25 to play in the first half. We'll take a timeout. This is Mishawaka Cavemen Football. to play in the first half. Mishawaka with a 31-3 lead after the Brady Fisher touchdown pass. A squib kick comes to the 29 where it is scooped up and taken up to the 40. The return for Concord by James Lewis, a linebacker, one of the up men. So Mishawaka with a 31-3 lead. Ace Troyer with a 29 or a 21-yard touchdown catch. He had two catches for 21 yards last week. That is his first touchdown of the season. And now Concord with the football. First and 10 at its own 40. Glance from the shotgun. Looks near side. Zips a pass over there. It is caught and immediately tackled. Juan Ross as Trey Thomas makes the stop. Concord into Mishawaka territory at the 46 with the clock running at 2.08 to play in the first half. They desperately need this. They'll get the ball to start the second half as well. Three receivers to the left. Shotgun formation. Glance looking to his left. Koltukian covered underneath. Now he wants to throw it deep. Wide open downfield, and it is dropped. Campanello got his hands on it. Malik Washington got there at the last second, and Campanello couldn't hold on. Yeah, you couldn't get... you know, he was open. He was past both defenders, and Malik Washington actually looked to the sideline. He pointed at himself saying, that was my fault. They left him, and what happened there, the ball was just way underthrown. If he gets yep. that a little bit further into the end zone, there's no chance that any defender was getting there. Clock stops at a minute 52 to play in the first half. Second and 10 from the 46 for Concord. Glance looking to the right. Throws, and it is intercepted near sideline. Trey Thomas cuts inside. Trey Thomas to the 46-yard line, a minute 44 to play in the first half, and Mishawaka will have another chance to score before halftime, the second Concord turnover of the night. And just really, honestly, a pretty good pass, but a beautiful play there by Trey Thomas. He read the the quarterback's eyes. He saw him coming. He made a good cut on it and a really good catch. A beautiful catch there by Trey Thomas right in front of us to get that interception, run it back. Uh, Trey was mad at me last week for bringing up his, his wall with C mishap there, but nothing to, to, to talk about here other than that beautiful interception, good return, and Cabin have another chance here. Mishawaka with a minute 44 to play in the first half, leading 31-3, first and 10 from the Concord, 46 after the interception by Trey Thomas. Motion by Chaz Hardy. The pitch goes to Bean Smith. Wide open field on the right side across the 40. 35-30. Angling toward the sideline inside the 20. Bean Smith pushed out of bounds near the 10-yard line. 
And right there, that misdirection that Caveman put on the fake to the, to the near side by all the team. The only person out to that far side was Bean Smith on the run. He got that. No defenders out there. No blockers out there. Just running alone. Huge run by Bean Smith. Gives him the first down. Uh, with only a minute 34 left deep in Concord territory. They spot it at the 12, so it's a 34-yard run by Bean Smith. Both wings on the right side. Gooden is the fullback. Gooden on the outside veer to the right. He will be forced out of bounds on the far sideline with a minute 29 to play. If you weren't yeah, half. if you weren't here Sean watching this game, if you're somewhere else, if you're at home, if you're at another game and you're seeing the score, you're you're wondering what happened, right? Because this is surprising to us, I think, definitely surprising to to fans and people watching sure. uh, from somewhere else. 3-yard pickup by Chase Gooden and the thing to remember here is a touchdown and an extra point starts a running clock. Oh, good point. In the second half, Hardy takes the pitch and goes left. He will be tackled at the 11-yard line. He's going to lose yards on that. Clock will run, a minute 15 to play in the first half. Of course, you need a 35-point lead to initiate the running clock in the second half. And I think that's something Keith Kinder knows very clearly. As, <laughs> as they're going to run some clock here because now it's third and long with just under a minute now in the half. They get their play called. They do have one timeout left, so they could run it twice here if they wanted, You know, just depending on what happens here on third down. Bean Smith, motion, Fisher wants to throw, fade to the far side. It is underthrown a little bit and not held on to. Ethan Bryce was there on the far side of the end zone. It's going to bring up fourth and ten from the twelve. And at least initially, Mishawaka keeping the offense on the field. Well, I think under throw, I think I think that was actually a really good pass because almost one of those what you you know see in, in like only where the receiver yeah, can get it, where yeah. he kind of comes back to it. And I think you saw his feet come out under him. I think if he, if if uh, Bryce is able to stay on his feet and not lose his footing there, I think he's able to catch that. But he was down on his knees yep. when he got his hands on it. And now they do use the timeout. The Cape Men do, with 41.2 seconds left in the first half. 31-3, Mishawaka leading, 41 seconds to play in the first half. It's 4th and 10 from the 12, back right after this. This is Caveman Football. If a good day just took a turn for the worse and you need a tow, call Kyle's Towing and Recovery. Experience an untimely accident or find yourself stranded with a vehicle that won't cooperate? Call Kyle's, 574-514-8682. Even if you have a flat tire or simply run out of gas, call Kyle's. Kyle's Towing and Recovery offers 24-hour towing and roadside assistance and will tow your vehicle anywhere. No matter where you're stuck, day or night, call Kyle's Towing to the rescue, 574-514-8682. So it's 4th and 10 for Mishawaka from the 12. Bean Smith with a 34-yard run got the Cavemen to the 12 on the first play after the interception by Trey Thomas. And the last three plays have gone nowhere. They are going to keep the offense on the field. They're not going to try to kick the field goal. I think that's what you're talking about with the running clock. I think the field goal, they say, fine, that gives us more of a lead, but that running clock helps us more than a bigger lead does right now. Might as well go for it, yeah. Fourth and 10 from the 12-yard line. Fisher under center. Chaz Hardy motion off the left wing. Fake pitch that way. Roll out to the right. Hardy wide open in the end zone. He makes the catch. Touchdown, Mishawaka. 
Brady Fisher faked the pitch to the left to Chaz Hardy, who came in motion off that right wing. Fisher rolled to the right. Nobody stuck out there with Chaz Hardy. He was standing there in the corner of the end zone on the front side, made the catch for the touchdown. Yeah, once I saw Fisher go out to the far side, once he stopped and turned, I was looking over here. I pointed it out. He was wide open. He just needed to get it there, and he did. A 12-yard touchdown pass, and Brady Fisher came into the night with two touchdown passes all season. He has two on the last two possessions. Lucas Larson drills the extra point. It's a 35-point lead, and unless Concord scores here in the next 34 and a half seconds, there will be a running clock the whole second half. Yeah, just, I mean, an unbelievable start for the Cavemen as they've taken that huge lead here in the first half. We'll take a timeout with the Cavemen leading 38-3 here in Concord. This is Mishawaka Cavemen football. Another squib kick by Mishawaka. It is fielded inside the 30 and taken up to the 38-yard line. 29.8 seconds to play in the first half. Mishawaka stunning Concord, 38-3. The Cavemen won here at Concord last year, 38-7 in the sectional semifinals. And they lead 38-3 to here. And, again, we'll, I'll address that running clock here in just a second just to clarify. It's first and 10 from the 38 for Concord. Glantz claps his hands, looks to the right, now back to the left, completes the pass. It is taken by Shepard across midfield to the Mishawaka. 49 with 23.9 seconds to play in the first half. And Concord takes a timeout. So here's the deal with the running clock once again. In the second half, if you lead by 35, once you lead by 35 in the second half, the running clock starts. Well, right now, there's 23.9 seconds to go in the first half, and Mishawaka leads by 35. Concord gets the ball to start the second half for one thing. They have the ball right here. If they are able to score before this half is over, then Mishawaka would have to get to a 35-point lead again in the second half for uh, that running clock to start so the running clock is not automatic right now but they're you know as long as they hold here in the next 24 seconds they will have a running clock to start the second half concord's at the mishawaka 49 they've got a chance to score they've got one timeout so not a ton of time and not a ton of timeouts as the cavemen have pretty much four safeties out here right and concord does have one timeout remaining as well 38 to 3 mishawaka 23.9 seconds to play in the half. Glance claps his hands, looks to the left, now back to the right. It is caught by Shepard. Shepard is going to be tackled in the open field by Ethan Bryce at the 44-yard line. They'll have to use their final timeout with 16 and a half seconds left. I don't know if you, you the cheering right in front of us is Ethan Bryce's family. He doesn't play defense normally, but he's in here for this kind of prevent defense there, and so he got the tackle there. So they're they're excited. He has a, some big plays here today. This whole year he's had some big plays, and then he gets the tackle. Everybody's excited. Absolutely. I mean, it's sectional championship. That's right. you, you got to be, be excited. excited. Well, yeah, there you go. We <laughs> talked about the, the crowd last time was, was – not as excited here at Concord. It was pretty dull. There wasn't a lot of uh, big plays in that game. And then here tonight, the Cavemen sideline right in front of us here, just really electric. Like, they were excited to be here. You talked about sectional championship. I talked with Coach Kinder on Tuesday, and he talked about not having any of those trophies last year. Right. And, you know, when you win three straight to start your coaching career in, here at Mishawaka, and then you, you 
miss out on it last year, it feels like forever. He, t- he, he was counting the days even. He was talking about 700-some days since the last <laughs> time they won sectionals. So wow. they're definitely ready today. It is second and five. Concord from the Mishawaka, 44. 16 and a half seconds left in the first half. Trips left, two to the right. Glance from the shotgun. Passes, screen underneath. It is caught. He stays in bounds. And does he stay in bounds? He got out of bounds, did Juan Ross, with 9.1 seconds left. It is a first down, but there's 9.1 seconds left. Yeah, and the caveman right there, we're only bringing two rushes. You'll see it again today uh, that they're only bringing two rushes, and Malik Washington goes out hurt, it looks like. He comes to the sideline, and he's over on the track and kind of looking like his right arm maybe he's kind of holding it a little bit gamely so 9.1 seconds left concord out of timeouts they have the ball at the caveman 35 mishawaka leading 38 to 3 there'll be trips to the left two receivers right of course the clock would stop on a first down automatically but it'll start right back up again as soon as it's spotted for the next play Glance looking to the far sideline. The quarterback from the shotgun. Ball on the right. Hash mark. Claps his hands. Looks to the left. Man underneath. He is under a little bit of pressure. Gets away from Carmine Orozco. He throws it downfield. It is going to be caught, and he is out of bounds, and that is going to be the final play of the first half. No time left on the clock. And so the caveman defense preserves what will be a running clock to begin the second half with a 35-point lead. 38-3 here at halftime. Quite a first half for the Cavemen, Matt. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, that's about as good of a first half, other than maybe that one drive where they gave up a field goal. Uh, even that, they stopped them on a drive that looked like was destined for the end zone. But, I mean, really, there's not much you can say other than the, the <laughs> team came to play. I mean, Coach Kinder talked to him when we talked on Tuesday. He said, we can pr- pr- prepare the players as much as we can, but the players have to go out there and execute, and so far today, they have. 38-3, to it has been all Mishawaka in the first half two touchdown passes by justin fisher he scored on another 29 yard touchdown run aiden hooten a 65 yard fumble return for a touchdown when concord was driving on its first possession of the game and chase gooden with a one yard touchdown run as well so one two three five touchdowns five different cavemen have scored Tonight, 38-3 to at halftime. Chad Blasco, Mishawaka girls basketball coach, is going to be the halftime guest. Matt Embry will also have the U.S. Signcrafters halftime scoreboard show coming up in a little bit as well. Again, it's 38-3. to Mishawaka leading in this 5A sectional championship. We're back in Dunlap at Concord High School where Mishawaka leads Concord 38-3 to with Matt Rendell from the Mishawaka Network, Sean Styers. Well, Matt, I'll let you go through the stats. Um, here's a spoiler. It's pretty much all cavemen. <laughs> well, let's start with Concord. They actually ran the ball really well, 14 rushes, 86 yards. But then when you get down like this and you're having to throw the ball, the nine completions out of 15 pass attempts, the one interception and the fumble both have led to points. And that's where you end up when you're doing that. You're ending up with some major problems for Concord, only one for four on third down. In terms of leaders there, I mean, there's not really much to talk about glance has had a decent day passing a really good interception by by trey thomas but really not not much there in terms of running 
you know, you, you we talked about it earlier, but really it was just, honestly the one drive. Hackworth had the yeah. one drive. He's got uh, nine carries for 73 yards, but that's really it. There's really nothing else to point out. And then, like you said, it's one-sided. If we go to the Cavemen, they have the defensive touchdown, but 31 carries, 210 yards. That's where the Cavemen have been. But it's the, the three for the three passes completed for 85 yards and two touchdowns where you're like, if you're giving up that to Mishawaka, you've got a real real problem on defense because <laughs> they're, they're going to run it on you. In terms of uh, leaders here, let's start with the passing. Uh, Fisher, uh, I think he's four for five. I've got him listed four for five. He only threw the one in completion, 88 yards and two touchdowns. In terms of uh, receiving, you had the one touchdown pass to uh, Ace Troyer, one catch, 21 yards and a touchdown, one touchdown pass for 12 yards to, to Chaz Hardy, and then one catch for 52 yards for Ethan Bryce. And most importantly, what we got to get to is the Cayman rushing stats, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh, I almost did it. But Brady Fisher, <laughs> five carries, 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Gooden, 13 carries, 51 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Bean Smith, three carries, 43 yards. Five carries for Novell Miller for 16 yards. And Hardy with three carries for four yards. So Caveman dominating in every facet of the game here today. Yeah, absolutely. Offense, defense. But, you know, again, Concord's had a couple drives where they moved the ball, but the defense came up one with that fumble return for the touchdown by Aiden Hooten of 65 yards and then another stop after that. Of course, they did give up the field goal, but they lead by 35. And that, of course, is the magic number because a 35-point lead in the second half means a running clock. And uh, that's what we will have when the second half begins, a running clock for the cavemen. Yeah, so Cayman looking, getting ready to kick off here. Running clock, we just talked about, that's in the Cayman's favor. Um, Going to help kind of move this along with the big lead. But you see some things here. Uh, I wouldn't suspect to see a lot of starters playing. You, you actually see Chase Gooden doesn't even have a jersey on over here or pads. So he's definitely not going back in unless something drastic happens. Um, so expect to see some backups here in the second half from Mishawaka. The kick is fielded by Deshaun Emerson. Emerson was on the right side, brings it across the field to the left and takes it to the 28-yard line. And the clock, of course, again, will run. So Concord trailing 38-3 with the football, first and 10. And as I said that, most of the defensive starters are out there for the caveman. Yeah, I would think that they will that they're not just going to go deep into the bench right, right away. They go but I with, think Gooden's done for sure. Yeah. I mean, he makes the most sense right. because of the shoulder. They hand it off to Hackworth. Hackworth started left, runs to the right. He'll gain a yard at the 30-yard line. Hackworth, who had some good runs in the first half for the Minutemen. Yeah, they give it, giving the ball across the 30. Shotgun formation, Glance, Hackworth standing off to his left. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Glance looks to the left, now to the right. It is incomplete, right through the hands of Javion Shepard. Four catches, 55 yards this season. The drop, of course, does not stop the clock, as it typically would. And first downs don't stop the clock either. The only thing that stops the clock is basically after... The uh, a touchdown, I believe, for the extra point, and then you know till the till the kickoff the comes kickoff around. Gotcha. 
Glance from the shotgun. It's third and eight from the 31. Looking to the right. Fires that direction. It is dropped once again. That's probably the third drop by Juan Ross tonight. He was sitting there wide open, took his eyes off it, and dropped it. Well, and that was, that was you know, he did get hit, but way after that ball was out of his hand. So right there, that's like you said, it's definitely the second, probably more, where Juan Ross just had it in his hands and hasn't been able to come up with it. And that's putting you behind. You've had a chance at a first down there if you're a Concord in a game you're well behind in. You need every yard. Concord lines up to punt. They do fake it. Mishawaka didn't have a deep man. Runner going to the right side. He is going to be tackled. Let's see. There's a late flag at the end of the play. We'll see where the spot is. We'll see what the penalty is, where the flag came down. Maybe a late hit on the sideline. We'll see. I think it's going to be a horse collar tackle. Personal foul, yeah, horse collar there. It's weird not seeing them because they're facing the inside press box, and, and we didn't Doesn't happen see, very often. Yeah, we're on the visitor side press box and couldn't barely see that. So I think he did get stopped, but that 15-yard penalty is going to give him a first down. They will mark off 15 extra yards after the pop play ran to the right. As we head toward nine minutes to play in the third quarter, it's 38-3, to running clock here in the sectional championship game. Hackworth up the middle, bounces it out to the left. Jackson Snyder down around the ankles to make the initial contact as Hackworth takes it to the Mishawaka 41, second and five. Empty backfield, trips left, two receivers right. Glance from the shotgun, claps his hands, takes the snap, looks to the right, fires and dropped again by Juan Ross, the senior Came into the night with a team hot or a second leading receiver, actually. 17 catches from a yardage standpoint. He's their leader with 257, but he's had more drops than catches tonight. Yeah, and those drops are, again, right in his hands, really good passes, and he just hasn't been able to come up with it. When he's kind of feeling the the defense behind him, I think, because he's just sitting down in that short zone and anticipating contact and make you know making drops instead of catches now third and five glance under some pressure wants to run he tucks it ducks it outside to the left he's got first down yardage as he is pushed out of bounds on the near sideline by isaac valdez the clock continues to run with under eight to play in the third and right towards the sideline there he got the first down that's frustrating as a defense when you played you played the pass well got out of bounds there's guys there that could have made some pretty hard hits and that would have caused probably some penalties, and that we've seen that from the cavemen. A good job there of kind of pulling up. Glance will hand it off. No, he will keep it. Nearly tackled in the backfield by Eby. He breaks free, though, and Glance still spinning inside the 25-yard line. Glance breaking that initial contact back on the other side of the 30, and he ends up inside the 25 to the 24. Yeah, that looked like it was going to lose four or five yards in the backfield on the fake, and then it looked like maybe lose two or three, and then he got out for the for a good four or five-yard run. Second and five from the 24. Glance from the shotgun, hands it off to Hackworth. Runs to the right. Hackworth is nailed by Aiden Hooten, who went down low to make the stop. Yeah, big play there by Hooten, who came in and knocked the runner down pretty early on for a short gain. It looked like he got the first down, but a good hit there by Aiden Hooten. 6.45 to play in the third. It's first and 10 from the 19 for Concord. Glance takes a low snap, throws it out. Ross, again, ball on the ground. That one at least a little bit lower, but Ross, one more time, could not hold on. Yeah, and this is just tough. You you haven't played a really good first half. You're down big, and now you're you're having to try. I mean, that's three 
on this drive alone that have gone through Ross Stan. Like you said, that one lower, a little bit harder to catch, but in general, he should be making some of these catches. Glance will be in the shotgun on second and 10 from the 19. Hackworth is running back, sets off to his left. Glance claps his hands, takes the snap, fires in the seam, nearly intercepted by Jackson Snyder. I'm not sure where Glance was throwing that time, but it was right at Snyder, the linebacker, sitting underneath. Yeah, it didn't look like there was anybody, maybe somebody on the next level there, but even if that's the case, that ball was coming right at Jackson Snyder's hands, and sometimes those are the hardest ones to catch on yeah. defense because you're not ready for it to come right at you. 5.48 to play here in the third. Glance takes a snap, looks right, now left. little slant underneath. It is caught. Tackle is made by Jack Troyer after Shepard made the grab. Let's see where they spotted. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth and a long two, it looks like, at the 11-yard line. Empty backfield. Nope, now they're going to bring Hackworth in. As they run another man off, line up Hackworth in the pistol behind the quarterback on fourth and three. Hackworth takes a handoff right up the middle, and it looks like he's got first down yardage. He does to the six-yard line where it'll be first and goal Concord. Well, and it's been a good drive by Concord. They got that fake punt, which was helpful for him, but we're already down under five minutes to play in the third quarter with the running clock and just kind of this drive taking a while. Yeah, you'll take this any day of the week if you're Mishawaka, just making Concord use all this clock. And around comes to the near side to Koltukian. Koltukian taking defenders with him inside the five. He is big and strong. As you know, he's a wrestler. And, yep. and uh, he did not want to go down there as he takes it up to the three-yard line where it's second down. But you can see that was a play against the Cayman in the first game that was going for 10, 11, 12 right. yards or more, including yep. a touchdown, where they hit him in the backfield. Yeah, he got a couple yards, but they stopped him. Glance from the pistol, hands it off to Hackworth, runs to the left, and Carmine Orozco jumps on his back and spins him to the ground. And once uh, once Orozco gets on your back, you're not going <laughs> Forget anywhere. Forget about it. I mean, I might not want to play running back anymore <laughs> if I'm going up against this sophomore. And Hackworth is still down on the field, and I can understand Absolutely. why. Carmine Orozco, 6'4", 250 pounds, and they do stop the clock, of course, for the injury as the training staff from Concord comes out on the field to check on Titus Hackworth, the senior running back who is down on the field. It's going to be third and goal from the three. 4.08 to play in the third quarter with Mishawaka leading 38-3. to Let's take a timeout. This is Cavemen football. Concord football, third and goal from the three coming up. Titus Hackworth is up on his own power, but he is still on the field as he and the training staff walk toward the far sideline. The ball, or he was down near the closer to the Mishawaka side of the field much closer as he is still walking and just walked off the field on the concord side and they wind the clock once again 405 from the shotgun glance koltuki in motion across the line glance throws to the right it is caught into the end zone shepherd touchdown concord yeah really great play there they kind of ran Koltukian in motion to the left side, and that took Isaac Valdez over that way. And then they kind of booted it out to the to the far side uh, towards the Concord sideline. They had two guys wide open as it'll be a touchdown, make it 38-9. Glance to Shepard. Concord gets its first touchdown of the night. 38-9 now. and 
Well, they are taking a lot of time deciding on what it is they're going to do for the extra point because the clock is still running right now. They won't stop the clock until the kickoff. Glantz claps his hand for the snap, rolling out to the right, still rolling, tucks it up. There's a flag down. Glantz gets into the end zone, but there's a flag in the backfield. This is probably coming back. It is. There's a holding call on Concord. And that was pretty clear. He rolled out. He was rolling and rolling, and the defender was trying to get out with him, and the guy just kind of grabbed him by the shoulder pads, didn't let him go. The thing is, there's really, you're down by exactly five, you know, like 35 35, points. So that's five touchdowns and five one-point conversions. There's no reason to go for two here. Well, the only thing, just if I'm a coach, I've never coached before, Sean, but if I'm a coach and I had drawn up some plays for some two-point conversions and haven't got to use them all year, <laughs> just oh, want to get them in. I, I got you. But are you trying to come back or are you just trying to right. <laughs> run some I plays? I'm just saying. Because you're using a lot more time is what I'm saying. Good point. In yep. addition to not needing the two-pointer. And the pass to the right side is going to be broken up. As Trey Thomas, who had an interception earlier, broke up the pass. So the two-point try is no good, and the clock will stop for the timeout on the kickoff with 2.36 to play in the third quarter. It's 38-9, to Mishawaka. This is Caveman Football. Kickoff coming from Concord with Mishawaka leading 38-9 to and 2.36 to play in the third. The Cavemen anticipate an onside kick. Aguilar with the ball on the tee at his own 40-yard line. He will spin one. It does not go 10 yards. It is going to roll out of bounds. Well, not quite. It was scooped up by Chaz Hardy before it went out of bounds on the caveman sideline. He was trying to take advantage of them not running hard, and he ran after it thinking, I might get a touchdown out of this. (laughs) But he was able to pick it up, and caveman will get the ball already in Concord territory. And the clock running with 2.08 remaining in the third. Tell you what, that clock spins faster with when it doesn't stop. That's right, that's right. <laughs> it really gets moving. It's got to be a nice job to be the clock operator. A no little kidding. Bit, you know? Take a little break. That's right. Ball on the right hash mark for Mishawaka. They will start at the Concord 43, leading 38-9, to a minute 45 to play in the third quarter. Again with the clock running. Novell Miller is the fullback. He will take the handoff, veer to the right. Novell Miller inside the 40, close to the 36-yard line. Gain of close to seven, more like six. Well, let's see. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it looks like six. They got a spot at the... At the 37. The sticks in the scoreboard have not been in sync all night. So, well, and they're just going to run this clock as much as they can. It's a running clock, obviously, but also came in not going to be in any hurry to run any plays. Yep, take the air out of the ball. Six on the play clock. Fisher under center. He will hand it off to Miller again. Tried the right, but is stuffed at the line of scrimmage, and it'll be third down. Under a minute to play in the third quarter now. Going to be third and three from the 30. Well, they say 31. That's the 36. Yes. <laughs> it is not the 31. Oh, my goodness. We've got it at the 36. What have we got over there? 
Third and three with 20 seconds now left in the third quarter. Fisher sends Hardy in motion. He will give it to Miller. Miller straight up the gut. He is going to be right at the sticks, I think, if they actually needed three. Let's see where they spot it. Might be a little bit short. Yeah, I think he's just Yeah, they're moving backwards. It looked like he had more forward progress, but they moved a good yard back on the spot. And that's what Coach Kinder's saying is you marked him at the 33. They've put him way back behind the 34. Yeah. That's going to be the end of the third, though, a fast-flying third quarter. It's going to be fourth down for Mishawaka. When the fourth quarter begins, leading 38-9, this is Mishawaka Cavemen football. Start of the fourth quarter, Mishawaka leading Concord 38-9. It's fourth and one from the Concord 34-yard line. Novell Miller, the fullback. Brady Fisher, the quarterback. Bean Smith on the left wing. Jazz Hardy on the right wing. Hardy or uh, Smith goes in motion. The give is to Miller. He went to the right. It looks like he's got a first down, but I thought he was close to one last time, too. No, I think they're going to call him short. They they didn't move. The Concord, Those are, off, the Concord offense if, is if already this on the guy, field. If this guy on the near side is the spot, that's a horrible spot. Yeah, they're going to say he was short. He was a good yard and a half past where they ended up spotting yeah. it. I don't know how they make that spot. Yeah. And that's what Keith Kinder is saying. Two times in a row, right. he, he was and he was stood up. It wasn't like his knee right. was down either. He was... I mean, they barely marked him across the 35-yard line, and he was up close to the 33. Yeah, yeah now Con- and Concord was confident. Their offense was already on the field before the call was made. Glance from the shotgun, first and 10 from the 34. Slant, caught, flag in the backfield. This is probably coming back once again after the catch up across the 45-yard line. They were- There's another flag out here right in front of the caveman bench. Yeah, there's, so there's a flag in the backfield. There's also a flag, as you said, where the tackle was made. And we haven't now had... the official picked up his flag. Down. Now they're stopping the clock. And... Well, I think he threw it inadvertently, maybe, because he's telling Coach. Well, the Kinder, second one looked inadvertent, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, they they've already said holding. You know what I think happened? I think one of the caveman player had a problem with their equipment, and this ref was trying to like help him get off the field and just threw his flag, and then that had stopped the clock. Now they're asking them to wind the clock, but they are not winding it. Okay, but they didn't move the ball either. Right, because there was a holding call. There, there was a holding call, and they, they've already said a hold. But they didn't move the ball back. I, <laughs> like it's first and good 10. Good point, good point. It should be like first and 20 or. Yeah, because the holding was in the backfield. Anyway, they're running yeah. a play. Are you surprised that they botched it? Just a Catch bit. was made by Cole Tukian. He was tackled right away. Jackson Snyder, one of the first men over there, and. Mikey Robles there as well. Four-yard pickup, second and six from the 38. Mishawaka leading 38-9. Glance wants to throw, looking left, now to the right. Slant is going to be caught, taken to midfield. Valdez and, or uh, Robles, rather, and Juarez 
in there. 15 and not 16. Xavier Juarez in the game. The ball is at the 50-yard line where it's first and 10 Concord. Nine and a half minutes remaining in the game. Running clock, 38 to 9, Mishawaka. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Glance is going to keep it himself, takes it up the middle, and he's going to get it inside the 40. Another first down carry. As they spot him at the 37 of the Cavemen with 9.03 remaining. Three receivers right. Glance is going to keep it and run it once again. Spins off one tackler, takes it inside the 30 to the 29, and there is a Concord player down in the backfield. Now he gets up. 8.45 to play. Mishawaka leading by 29 points. Glance will be in the shotgun once again with three receivers to the right and two to the left. Glance claps his hands, takes a snap, looks to the right, rolls that direction, still on the move, coming toward the near sideline. He scampers out of bounds. There is a flag back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks definitely in the, the call of a holding there. Yep, there it is. They're going to call holding on Concord. So that's going to move them back. The clock continues to run with under eight minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. It'll push it back. The penalty will to the 40-yard line, and that's kind of what you were saying on that holding before. Yeah, I don't know how don't they know got first down over again unless they decided they were offsetting penalties, but they never really indicated. Is that what it was? Okay, so there, there were offsetting penalties before. Glance throws to the left. He overthrows everybody out of bounds deep downfield. That'll bring up third and 13. Third and 13 from the 40 for the Minutemen. So, again, as we look at that other sectional, Snyder and Northside. Is Northside still winning that they game? They were last I saw, but they were also driving. So, they were okay. up two. If Northside wins, Mishawaka will travel there next week. If Snyder wins, they would come to Mishawaka. Glantz takes the snap on third and 13. Eludes some pressure, but he can't get very far as he is finally pushed to the ground. And Mishawaka does have some reserves in there. Sean Miller making the stop. One of the reserve defensive linemen for Mishawaka. As I look across now, there are a lot of reserves out there yeah. on the field here in the fourth quarter with six minutes and 40 seconds to play. Fourth and 16. Glance takes a snap, flushed out of the pocket. Jackson Snyder is still in there. The pass is complete to Koltukian on the far side. He doesn't get far. Mishawaka is going to take over on downs. Yeah, so good defense there by the Cavemen. They got aided by a penalty, but they got the sack and then the stop, and that'll turn it over on downs. Let's see what the Cavemen do. They are about to send in the reserves, it looks like. Or are they? The defense comes off the field, and actually it looks like a lot of starters are going to stay in with under six to play. Mishawaka leading 38-9 here in the fourth quarter. Well, it's been a while since we've That's seen right. a running clock, right? Yeah, I mean, we haven't since early in the season, honestly. Yeah. 
once they got into NLC play, you didn't have a lot. Justin Fish or a Brady Fish to see. That's right. That's right. Brady Fisher stays in, and now the cavemen are going to call timeout. They sent the starters on, and I think they're going to bring them all off at the same time and substitute. Five thirty-four remaining. It's thirty-eight to nine. Mishawaka on top. You're listening to Mishawaka Cavemen football. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, five, five weekday specials that have never tasted so good at Beefo Brady's of Granger. Weekday specials that last all day for lunch or dinner, only at Beefs. Head to Beefs for Burger Monday, Taco Tuesdays, or their new Wing Wednesdays. Introducing Philly Thursdays and Fish and Chip Fridays. Try one or treat the family at all five. Good food, good sports. See you at Beefs. Open daily at 11. Beefo Brady's at the corner of State Road 23 and Bittersweet in Granger. remaining, Mishawaka used a timeout. I'm not sure why they called the timeout because they're keeping, yeah, the starters out there. They put put Will Shalio in at center. Quick quick update here on Northside. Fort Wayne Northside did score a touchdown. They're up 21-12 in the third quarter. I guess they called a timeout. They they wound the the play clock early, and the play clock was about to run down. Gotcha. They did put a new center in right. as well, it sounds like. So dive up the middle. Novell Miller picked up four yards on first down. Well, the way Mishawaka is going to stand and let the play clock run, they probably just need to pick up a couple first downs here, and that's pretty much going to do it. Yeah, and they're halfway there already. A good run on first down to make it second and five. Ten on the play clock. Under five to play on the game clock. Play clock down to five. Fisher hands it off to Novell Miller. Up the middle one more time. He gets a yard maybe. Oh, we'll never know where they spot it. So yeah, I know. See. Good luck with that. Yeah, they didn't give him a yard there. To to the 42, where it's third and five. 424 remaining. Fisher waiting for the play call. 13 on the play clock. Third and five from the 42 for the Cavemen. This is just the second time they've had the ball here in the second half after scoring five touchdowns in the first half. Pitch play, Chaz Hardy. Coming to the left, he is swarmed in the backfield. Coltukian, or no, Juan Ross, rather. There's First man there, up. there is a flag. That's at the 45. Yeah, and that's an interesting place. I think for he's it. calling a legal low block there. I think he motioned. And I see the decline penalty coming from the far sideline. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to be a chop block on Mishawaka downfield. So they're going to decline it. looks like he lost seven yards on that run. It's going to be fourth down and 13. 
right now they've got the offense on the field. Looks like they're going to let the clock run down and probably call another timeout before they sent the punt team on. But I wonder, why not send the – you had plenty of time. Just have the just punt team punt on you know and, and, and not call it. a timeout. Yeah. yeah. Or with the running clock, take a penalty. I mean, I, I don't know why you would call timeout. No, they did take the penalty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now that – see, now we're talking. They take the delay. And they're actually telling the punt team to get off the field. Concord's going to take a timeout. Very confusing here. This is 2.41 to go. Concord takes the timeout. 38-9. Mishawaka leading. This is Cape. 2.41 to play. It's 38-9. Mishawaka on top of Concord. Mishawaka is going to win its fourth sectional championship in the last five years under Keith Kinder. He won sectionals in his first three seasons as Mishawaka head coach. And then last year, lost in the sectional championship game to Michigan City. After beating Concord in the semifinals last year, they're going to beat Concord in the championship. And talk about these four trips to this field in the last year, and Mishawaka's going to end up winning three of them. High snap to Lucas Larson. He gets the punt away. It's going to bounce at the Mishawaka 45 and roll out of bounds. Two and a half minutes. Two and a half. Two and a half minutes remaining. <laughs> yeah, they're going to put this. I think right at the no, at the 44. 44 yard line. Clock running. Glance, Concord quarterback. From the shotgun, running back to his left, trips to the left. He's going to fake the handoff, keep it, and run left into the open field. Glance across the 15, the 10, touchdown Concord. Was that 39 yards? That was uh, 44 yards. 44? Oh, that's right. It was the 44, not the 39. I had to think. I was like, man, I think Sean's <laughs> trying to trick me out here. I think he said the 39 or 44. 44 yards. 44-yard touchdown run by Hudson Glance, the sophomore quarterback. I just heard a lot of whistles, but then nothing's happening there. They're going to line up and go for two again, trailing 38-15. to 15. Glance rolls to his right. Wide open, and on the near side, it is caught by Connor Morris. And that will make it 38-17, to 17. so still a three-touchdown lead with a minute eight remaining. Kickoff right after this. This is Caveman Football. A minute eight remaining here in Concord. The Minutemen score their second touchdown of the second half. Glance threw a touchdown pass earlier. He runs for a 44-yard score. Just a minute eight to play with Mishawaka leading 38-17. to And, of course, it's a running clock. So, really, unless Concord recovers an onside kick, Mishawaka is just going to have to snap it, what, once, maybe twice, yeah. just depending on what happens on this kick. 
fairly short kick. It bounces and rolls into the end zone for a touchback. It's almost better. Touchback, let's yeah. run the clock. Well, and that's it. The clock runs. They've got to get it out to the 20-yard line and get the offense defense on the field. They're probably, yeah, they're just going to have to snap it once by the time they actually get out there. Yeah, I imagine it'll be a kneel also. Got Dawson Nowacki out here trying to get Coach Kinder with the Gatorade. <laughs> He's ready. Here he comes. With an assist from Coach Betzer there. Coach <laughs> Betzer went to talk to him and say, hey, and they, they really got, got him. him, yeah. They line up in victory formation, take a knee, and they're not going to have to snap it again. 38-17, Mishawaka claims its fourth sectional championship in the last five seasons, and they will move on to the regional next week. If Fort Wayne Northside holds on and beats Fort Wayne Snyder, Mishawaka will travel to Northside in Fort Wayne next week. If Snyder comes back and wins, Snyder would come to Mishawaka for that regional. Let's take a timeout. We'll be back with the postgame tunnels, including our Rossini's Pizza carry of the game and our Jay's Crunchers crunching hit of the game, the postgame stats as well. 38-17, to Mishawaka over Concord in this 5A sectional championship game. This is Mishawaka Cavemen football. The Mishawaka Cavemen postgame show on 96-1, the ton. Mishawaka over Concord as the Cavemen claim their fourth sectional championship in the last five years. With Matt Rendell, I'm Sean Steyers back here in Dunlap at Concord High School. This is the fourth time these two teams have played on this field in the last year, and Mishawaka is now 3-1. They lost in the regular season last year. They uh, won the rematch here in a rain-soaked night in the sectional semifinals, and uh, they won a close game 15-11 here earlier this season, and they win this one by a final of 38-17. to 17. They already took the score off the scoreboard. Yeah. So let's get right to it. Our Rossini's Pizza carry of the game is brought to you, of course, by Rossini's Pizza. Here we go. Fisher to Bryce, and the ball is on the right hash mark. Fisher under center. He is going to fake it, and into the open field, 10-5 touchdown. Brady Fisher, nobody home. They collapsed on the fullback. A huge gaping hole on the right side for Fisher to run through. It's a 29-yard touchdown run, 6-0 Cavemen. So that is the Rossini's Pizza carry of the game, the 29-yard touchdown run by Brady Fisher in the first quarter. That was the first score of the game. It's powered by Rossini's Pizza. Carry out your pride to bring home. Lincoln Way East and Mishawaka across from Beaker School. And here is the Jays Crunchers, crunching tackle of the game. Play fake. Roll out to the right under some pressure. Glance. Ball comes loose right into the hands of the Cavemen. It's Aiden Hooten streaking for the goal line. Aiden Hooten all the way. Touchdown, Mishawaka. The hit by Jackson Snyder. And the 65-yard fumble return by Aiden Hooten for the touchdown. That came on Concord's first drive of the game right after that Brady Fisher touchdown. They were driving. They jar the ball loose. Hooten caught it in midair and returns it. I was about to say rumbles, but he didn't rumble. He sprinted. sprinted. 
65 yards for the end zone. Aguilar kicked a field goal after that to make it 16-3, to but that would be it in the first half. Gooden with a one-yard touchdown run, and then touchdown passes to Ace Troyer and Chaz Hardy by Brady Fisher as Mishawaka uh, went on to a 38-3 lead at halftime and a running clock in the second half. Concord with a couple of second-half touchdowns to make it 38-17. to Matt, I'll uh, go ahead and let you run through the stats now. Yeah, let's start with Concord. A lot of these numbers for Concord came in a second half. I was running clock, and the Cavemen were really just trying to, you know, put in some extra players, let the clock run. But 27 carries, 198 yards, a good run there at the end for uh, Concord to get the touchdown. 14 catches on 27 attempts, 100 yards passing, uh, one touchdown passing, and one interception. Uh, if we can go, to, I mean, Cavemen, not really a lot in the second half. They were just about 200 yards rushing in the first half. They ended with 39 carries, 217 yards, three for five passing for 85 yards and or 88 yards, excuse me, and two touchdowns for Brady Fisher. So a good passing game for the Cavemen in terms of rushing. Pretty much everything we said at the start or at the halftime. Uh, Brady Fisher six carries, 89 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Good in 13 carries, 51 yards and a touchdown. Three carries for Bean Smith for 43 yards. 11 carries for 31 yards for Novell Miller. Chaz Hardy had that big loss on the one play, so he ended up with four carries, negative three yards uh, for the Cavemen. But overall, a great first half, and then just running the clock in the second half. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was in the yep. second half. There, were, there was not a whole lot of action, really. And um, Concord, again, was able to score a a couple of touchdowns with that running clock, but that was it. And Mishawaka ends up prevailing 38-17. And, again, this is Mishawaka's fourth sectional title in the last five seasons under Keith Kinder. And uh, they will now move on to the regional round. And the matchup will – it's looking more and more like it's going to be Fort Wayne north side. But – you know, again, if it is Northside, Mishawaka will go there, and if it is Snyder, they would come to Mishawaka. Yeah, Northside right now leading by three, 21-18, and Northside has first and goal at the Snyder 9 in the fourth quarter. All right, so. so a chance potentially for them to put it away. Another close matchup for them because they played at the beginning of the season, right. and Snyder won that game 20-18 to to open up the season. So uh, coming right down to the wire again between Snyder and and Northside. Well, again, congratulations to Keith Kinder and the Mishawaka Cavemen Sectional Championship, fourth time in the last five years. Always sweet, and they're uh, celebrating down there with their trophy right they now. Are. Yeah, and it's it's a fun time for them. You know, we talked about it pregame. I talked with Coach Kinder on on our show this week about you know not having any trophies last year. They didn't win the NLC. They didn't win sectionals, and and this team wanted it, right? And he said they they had their best week of practice uh, over the last couple weeks, and and it was clear here today. They've been they played well, and you knew it from the start. If they could play well, I mean we've seen it all year. If yeah. they can put the ball in the end zone, not turn the ball over, don't have bad penalties, they can score points, and they did that tonight. Thirty-eight to seventeen, Mishawaka over Concord to win the 5A sectional here in Dunlap. Matt, great stuff as always. Hopefully uh, Brian Miller will be with you next week. Hopefully a win and then on to semi-state. And uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks. I've got a basketball game I've got to go do next week. So uh, hopefully good things happen. And I'll be be here next week. Yep. Whether it's at Mishawaka or down in Wherever it is. That's right. 38-17, Mishawaka defeats Concord to win 
a four-sectional in the last five seasons. Matt Embry has the U.S. Signcrafters postgame scoreboard show. Coming up next, you've been listening to Mishawaka Cavemen Football. This is Mishawaka Cavemen Football. Powered by Midland Engineering Company, beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. On 96.1 The Ton. And Matt Embry in the U.S. Signcrafters studios. We continue with our postgame coverage following a dominant performance by Mishawaka, 38-17 over Concord. Again, they will face the winner of either Snyder or Fort Wayne Northside. Again, if Northside wins, it would be at Fort Wayne. If Snyder wins, it would be at Steel Stadium in Mishawaka. U.S. Sign Crafters from Custom Signage and Graphic Needs to Installation and Service. U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Learn more today by checking out their website, ussigncrafters.com. And as mentioned, in that Class 5A matchup, it is 21-218, Northside leading Snyder. They are just underway in the fourth quarter, and Northside with first and goal inside the Snyder 10-yard line. So an opportunity for Northside to take a dominant position late in that contest. Elsewhere in IHSA playoff action tonight, Class 6A not looking good for Warsaw. They trail Fort Wayne Carroll with under four minutes to play, 27-17. In Class 4A, Newberry with an impressive performance at Bricky Bowl. Late first half, they lead the Hobart Brickies 35-14. Northridge, early fourth quarter, leading Northwood. A big surprise brewing as Northwood came into this game undefeated. Northridge, though, with a 20-10 lead in the fourth quarter. In Class 3A, Knox with a 34-21 lead on Jimtown. That is in the fourth quarter with about eight minutes to go. At the half, West Lafayette leads Hanover Central 23-14. Lafayette Central Catholic has eliminated Rochester tonight in Class 2A, 24-8. That's now a final. And in the third quarter, at last check, Andrean had a 35-14 lead over the Bremen Lions. Again next week, 6.45 pregame. The question is, though, where will it be? Again, if Fort Wayne Northside wins, we will head to Fort Wayne for our next broadcast of the regional round here on Mishawaka Cayman Football on 96-1 the ton. If Snyder wins, we will be back at Steel Stadium for the regional round next week. So, again, keep we will try to keep you posted online on our Twitter feed for more information. Once that game goes final, you will be the first to know whether or not Mishawaka will be the host of that regional final or not. Again, if Northside wins, we're headed to Fort Wayne. If Snyder wins, we are headed to Steel Stadium to host. Again, fourth quarter Fort Wayne Northside leading Snyder by a count of 21 to 18. Big thank you as always to the voice of the K-Men, Sean Stiers and Matt Rendell for all our coverage tonight from Dunlap. Once again, the final score, Mishawaka gets by Concord 38 to 17. Thank you for listening to Mishawaka K-Men football powered by Midland Engineering on 96.1 The Ton. Until next week, good night, and as always, go K-Men. This is Mishawaka Cavemen Sports on 96.1 The Ton. Powered by Midland Engineering Company, beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. Cavemen Sports is also presented by School City of Mishawaka, growing leaders in a culture of excellence, the Mishawaka way. And by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. Other participating sponsors include McAdoo's Family Restaurant, 
Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Edward Jones, Bethel University Athletics, Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, In Rug Co. Studio and Gift Shop, Pet Refuge, BSN Sports, Bonnie Dune Drive-In, First State Bank, Monterey Mexican Grill, South Bend Orthopedics, Beef O'Brady's of Granger, Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips, Rossini Pizza, and U.S. Sign Crafters.